Do you believe in accountable love? Welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs. My name is Jerry. My name is Aziz. And today's title of the podcast is going to be Intimacy is Not the Enemy. We are all searching for stability. We are all looking for absolutes in humanity, but there are no absolutes. There's only accountable love, a love that says when you pick a partner and a friend, they will show up with their daily best and you will give them your all as well. We all deserve love at its highest form, so the love snobs are here to tell you, you deserve everything, you deserve a high clap. So when we think about intimacy, we think about physical touch, we think about, you know, affection, and we think of physical affection, I mean. Yeah, we only think of the physical. Definitely. Yeah, we never think of. I'm not saying we as a whole, but, you know, most people tend to well, think Well, I was one of those people, though. Because yeah, I mean. I used to be quick to tell people that I'm not affectionate <laughs> or mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not affectionate. So because of, but now I realize that I am affectionate, I just show my affection in different ways. Definitely. I mean, and a lot of people, when we talk about affection not being an enemy, a lot of people think giving affection is a weakness. Like, it, it allows people in, like, you know, just like a lot of people say vulnerability is being weak. Yeah. They also believe affection is being vulnerable. So, therefore, a lot of people tend to just save their affections for just a particular people versus the, all the people they love. Well, yeah, it, it's they, that's the one of the one of the things that most people hold back in a new in a new situation now you're not going to be touchy-feely with just anybody and you're not going to just go about above and beyond for just anybody either you shouldn't but at the same time like it shouldn't be one of those things that you hold back as a badge of honor it should be something that you hold back because the person you guys are not there yet you know what i mean not something that you are holding but again that's the that's the physical component so you're thinking of just, I'm, t- I'm saying affection should affection should come straight. Like you show your affection once you know once you decide that you really like a person, mm-hmm. or you want to be cool with a person. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship, you still well they're both intimate. Yeah. Whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, you um you show your affection right off mm-hmm. by letting them know you know I really like you. I really like the attributes. Whatever reason you like the person, whatever mm-hmm. reason you feel that this person is different to go into your personal life or different in the sense where you're going to now make them a friend Mm -hmm. or you're going to make, you know, you're going to work towards being in a romantic relationship because you're not going to just be in a romantic relationship with just anybody. No. You know what I mean? A lot of people look at, oh, well, you know, affection is sex. Mm -hmm. Affection is a mentality. It is. So if you're having sex with no with no strings attached, or you're having sex with no emotions attached, then the affection is out of it. Mm -hmm. Just because you're showing something physical, and just because there's pleasure involved, doesn't mean that that's affection. Affection is like investing into your future. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you give a physical or emotional or psychological affection, anytime you give any any sense of affection or any what would you say any um type of affection yeah. you you know you you're looking at it for the long haul yeah you know what i mean it's a it's an investment and you don't just invest in just anybody no so a lot of people you know they really and you know the the line we really look at all the time like um i don't always do this for people or i don't always yeah, give people now, affection when like a, when a guy it's a badge tells, of honor. yes when a guy tells me that i in my former years <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to suck those lines up. I like, came in 75 <laughs> in my former years. But you lived twice. <laughs> you died and came back. I died and came back. I've been yeah, reincarnated. In my former years. Like, my former life. In my, yeah, in my, back in my younger days. Oh, um, sure. I used to. School. Yeah, well, I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Back at, when I was younger, and a guy would tell me that they they didn't understand, you know, they felt very comfortable talking to me, and they would tell me things that they wouldn't tell most people. I used to suck it up, like, wow, like, you know, this must be special. Like, I'm special. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And although I know that I did bring something different to their life, at the same time, like, I learned as I got older that that's bullshit to me. Like, you should be able to open up to the people that you're trying to build some type of relationship with, right? You should be open to, like, really, like we always say, vulnerability is a lie detector. So if you're very vulnerable... Nine times out of ten, whoever's going to take advantage of that is not meant to be in your life anyway. So you should lead with vulnerability. So the fact that somebody is letting you know I'm guarded most of the time, but mm-hmm. now I'm opening up to you, it well, shows yeah, that they're you know that they they could easily close up on you as well. Well, of course, you know and then I mean? they're, in there, but you're not doing me a favor. They, you know, yeah, you're not privileged. doing me you're not doing me a favor by by giving me information that I should need that I would need anyway. You know what I mean? Definitely. So when you meet a man that's in their thirties, so opening up is 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 supposed to be comfort. Opening up is a, is 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 a form of um, stress relief. So anytime you open up, you should feel you should feel comfortable with mm-hmm. the person. You should feel relieved. You should feel you know what I mean it is it's a psychological thing. Yeah. So when you actually open up, and you should be open. But if you choose to open up, that other person listening is doing you a favor, kind of, sort of. But mm-hmm. it's really a relationship. You're building a relationship. So there's no favors. Everything is equal. Well, you should go in wanting to, a person to know as much about you as possible so they can make a be- they can make the best. They can make an informed decision. Definitely. So, again, like I said, when a guy would tell me that, like, it, at first it was all fun and games. And then as I got older, I realized, like, I don't want a guy who waited until he was damn near 40 to tell me his life story. And I'm the only person that he told his life story to. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. that's a lot of responsibility like I always like that's a lot of responsibility too so for all the men or the women out there saying you know I don't really talk to too many people and they're just unloading their bag in mm-hmm. their bags you know for, oh, for that one about person you. well there's, oh, there's something I mean, about there, you like that's there's a- some honesty to it it is something about you because if they're like let's say it's a romantic thing mm-hmm. and let's even say it's a friendship like everybody's not your friend, and everybody's not somebody mm-hmm. you're gonna be. And you do have a co- and, you, and you meet somebody that you do instantly connect with. I get that, but, but it, that's what you say. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like there's an instant connection, but you should be open and and honest with whoever you run into because at the end of the day, who you are should always reflect. It should always show. I mean, you should always show it. Mm-hmm. So it should be the mirror people see at all times. Yeah. You shouldn't just wait for particular people for, you know, and obviously it is different. Like when you're at work, you're going to act a different way because it's a cultural thing. When you're, you know, when you're out walking down the street, you're not going to just, you know, open up to just anybody. And that's not what we're saying. But what I'm saying is anybody you decide to actually sit down and engage in a discussion with and you look at them and, you know, you, you really like them as a human being. I think that that's the lines of, of communication should be open and your, your affection should start with the words you use. Like, if Absolutely. you're feeling a certain way, you should share it. You know what I mean? Like, and if, I'll, go ahead. You know, if, and if that person, if you if you tell a person, you know, your life story or whatever you, you, you have going on and they use it against you, then they're not the person for you. But that's where I say vulnerability is the yeah, greatest mm-hmm. lie detector because... You, who who would take advantage of the fact that you were open and you confide in them? Who would? A real shitty person. Yeah, so <laughs> at the end of the day, they could apologize, but it shows character. It does show character, You know character, what I mean? Yes. Because, 
like that's not even a thought of mine. Like I got a lot of people's business. Like people talk to me all the time, but that's not my like. If I feel that they did something that was out of character, I feel like I have to check them about something. That's not what I'm bringing up, mm-hmm. unless it's it's relevant. Like you know, like oh and yeah, you told me. Really you know, you have. You know I, mean? I mean, it's relevant when you're like, yo, you told me that you have a history of you know fabricating and not telling the truth, oh, okay. and now you bring it up like yeah, you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if it, if it relates, of course. I mean, and it's not like and people that always say like it's not something we should talk about or it should be brought back up. It definitely should be brought back up because it's who you have been. So if you show traits of it again, a person's going to say good looking for giving me the heads up. But they're going to also hold you accountable for those things. But let's get back on track. Affection not being an enemy. You should always wake up every day and think of everybody you love and live your life with the affection within you, Mm -hmm. meaning I'm not going to get myself in any situations that's going to cause me to lose my loved ones. Yeah. That's the way, that's the frame of thinking also when you think of affection. Affection is not something you just give to others. Affection is something that you give yourself. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, you now It's like you govern assist, yourself. Definitely, you now assist others. So, like we talk about all the time, accountable love is also waking up every day, understanding you're accountable for everybody, not just you, but you're accountable for everybody you love and representing everybody you love. So that's another sign of affection, mm-hmm. saying that I'm always going to be at my best. So it reflects good on everybody I love. Yeah, absolutely. Before you make that move or you're not in a good place, just think about all the people that you have around you, supporting you and a part of your life. If if you make one wrong move or you do something messed up, just think about how that's a domino effect, you know? And then you have people that are in your corner, but you want them to be in your corner for all the right reasons, not to be bailing you out of shit like it's unfair to them. Definitely. And think about affection as if you invested money in any company, you're going to be present. You're going to make sure that that money is working. Yeah. You should have that same, you should have vested a, a, you should have in a your relationship. Yeah, you should have a high vested, inter- vested interest in that relationship when it comes to your loved ones mm-hmm. because you have invested in life in them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're investing your heart into them. And like money, you go broke, but when you when your heart is broken, there's a whole different understanding. So you yeah. put yourself, you want to put yourself in the best understanding or the best standings with anybody. So when you do look at being affectionate and having an affectionate relationship, you you know it, it starts with you, but it also is what you what you put in and the people you have around you. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Because you want people that also show you affection. Yeah, and affection starts with honesty. It starts with transparency. In order for you It starts with trust, definitely. And 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 in order for, for, for a group of people or two people to really truly feel comfortable with be intimate with each other. They have to, you know, understand. They have to believe that they're in an equal relationship as well. Definitely. So you know, like everything is reciprocated. So if I, if, like you and I show affection in different ways. Like we're not the hugging type. Well, you are, but I'm not. I'm the hugging type, but me and you don't hug. <laughs> yeah, we don't as hug as frequently because yeah, that because wasn't we don't have yeah, relationship. We don't have that that relationship, but we show each other love in so many. But other you kind of was a little colder when we was young. Oh, so what, what, it kind of evolved into it kind of evolved like every time the, 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 I mean when we was when we first stopped being in a relationship oh, in a yeah. romantic relationship you never wanted to yeah, yeah like every time oh every time you push me away when I'm trying to give you a hug as if I'm trying to you know slide you to the room or something <laughs> even though you know I'm not that type of dude but I guess with you it, it felt like you know if I hug him or I do anything that deals with affection physical no, at affection the time at the time I was dating bigger. I was dating other people and I wasn't as mature to really explain our relationship. So if I, it was already bad enough that. So you basically shunned me to spare other people. I did. Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) So basically that's what happened. So our relationship changed on a 
physical affection. Yeah. But we show affection all the time by, you know, making sure if somebody, Act, if she acts does of something. Kindness. Definitely. I mean, if you do something that's amazing, I'm going to tell you it's amazing. Yeah. You look nice, I'm going to tell you you look nice. Like, I don't miss a chance to actually tell you something positive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And affection also is being in your corner when I think that you're slipping. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I always don't want to have the back and forth with you. I always don't want to... I wake up on the wrong side of the bed like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to really deal with it. But if I see somebody going down the wrong path or walking down the hill, why would I wait for you to get closer to the bottom? When I can stop you right be before you're you still get on the top. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I always see the minor things and I try to make those adjustments too. And I mm -hmm. think that's also affection because a lot of people get it twisted when they just, oh, you know, you There's look all the nice. Good things of it. And yeah. They don't want to hear what you're saying. Your you know, but nobody wanna tell you you have an eye booger or you have a booger in your nose. You know what I mean? Or like your that's also yeah, or, that's yeah. also affection as well. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like it's not the typical and not what people think is affection, but it is helping a person advance, meaning mm -hmm. you don't want them walking around looking crazy. You want them at their best. And in doing that, sometimes you got to carve out the loose ends, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. I was just on Twitter the other day and someone posted um, someone posted about, would you tell your man that he smelled? Like, oh, which yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. your man smelled, then you should be able to tell him that. She was like, that's the mature thing to do. And I was like, absolutely. Like, why would you let your man leave the house or he has a smell and you allow somebody else to take that, like, to tell him that he smells? The when question he... is, why is that even a question? Agreed. Like, why is that even a question? The fact that people are on Twitter asking that question, that says a lot about the society we live in. Because they really view just saying nice things to people or kind things to people is, is a sign of love. Well, actually, like, I don't want to get it twisted. The person, you know, she agreed that you should be able to tell. No, 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 no. I know she, yeah. she, she said it. Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. said you should mm -hmm. be in, 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 in her response. But what I'm saying is, why is that even something that surprises people is what uh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, agreed. Like, you want people at their best. Just because, like, if you're in a real relationship, let's be honest. You're in love with somebody. You go through all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go through... Bouts of periods. You go through people getting sick and you have to bathe them. They're smelling mm -hmm. their worse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you're really there for the long haul, like, let's be for real. Like, that's also signs of affection. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're there to make sure that they're at their best at all times. So if they are smelling a little crazy or, you know, if they hurt or they, 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 they're speaking crazy or they're out of character, it's your job. Yeah, it's your job. And I'm not going to say it's a responsibility of yours because y'all are in an accountable love relationship. It is a responsibility. So you should actually bring it to their attention and be unafraid to do so. Mm -hmm. You know, the backlash, okay, I get some backlash, but caring about them is more important. But like I told, you know, the, the person on Twitter too, is like there's no real nice way to tell somebody. Because she said that, you know, as long as it's respectful. And I was like, well, no, that's, honesty that's a is... That's spiritual word. But, but honesty is respectful. You know what I mean? Like I, I, if I'm... if The thing about it is if I'm going to be honest with you, like there's no really nice way to tell somebody... Yeah, disrespect smell. is the intent. So it's not like like your ass didn't get the hell out of here. But the point is, is that I... Sh but I should be able to say, hey, your ass didn't get out of here. You know what I mean? Mean? No, and if me and you are yeah, chilling, I'm I, running yeah. up on you trying to hug you, you need to get like... the hell up out of here, you stink. I think that that's okay, it's appropriate because, you know, we have an understanding of yeah, who we are. But exactly. when you, I'm like, yo, that's why you, like, I'm that's now doing it malicious. Yeah, that's where problem. the disrespect yes. comes in. So yeah. disrespect is the intent. When everybody uses, like, I just want to be respected. I mean, what is that? Some people, mm -hmm. you can curse in some people's houses, some people's houses you can't curse. Like, respect is so subjective, it's crazy. It is, yeah. So you really have to figure out 
you know, use choice, use words that aren't as spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you're trying to educate. So as long as it's respect, respectable, you should be able to say it however you want because it's somebody that's in your life on a day to day basis. Well, it depends basis. on how, like you said, you hit it on the nose when you said that it depends on the type of relationship that you have with the person. Definitely. Like you and I could say something like that and it'll be fine. And you and somebody else, you may say it differently because you guys have a different understanding or you or is a different time and maybe you guys are just chilling on the couch and it's like oh there's yo, people around there's, yeah exactly there's so, so many things that yeah. you factor in that might cause you not to say certain things a certain way but at the end of the day when you have an understanding of who you're dealing with nothing nothing's gonna break y'all mm -hmm. you know what i mean you can say be as raw as you want to be because i always laugh at people when they always say you know it's how you say it and if you really care about a person you'll say it a certain way or you'll spill their feelings. And I look at them and I'm like, you're very, really political with your coworkers. Mm -hmm. But when you find that coworker you're cool with, y'all kind of, the gloves are off. Y'all kind of snap on each other, yeah, messing with each other. Different. You talk to each other, yo, what up, bitch? Like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you it, like, bitch becomes a term of endearment. You know what I mean? In that sense. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, I don't choose to use it on a regular basis, but you know what I mean? Like, that's how some people communicate. I'm not offended by it. Mm -hmm. I understand it there closer. Nobody's calling you a bitch, Aziz. No, I'm just saying. No, they closer. If somebody called you a bitch, it'd be a different situation. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yeah, it maybe the gloves be. come back on. And just like, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying in the general sense. Like I'm, I'm just saying I don't use it as often. You, you know don't what I mean? use it at all. That's the one thing. But I know I don't want to sidebar this, but that's the one thing that I do really appreciate about you is that you don't use words that don't make sense. Like you don't call. You don't call female bitches. You don't curse for no reason. You you don't you don't you don't really um, use disrespectful words no, at all. You don't use the n word. You don't use the n word, yeah. which is so. When but we're I do. Us, I you use bitch. I just used it. So I no, do use I'm it. Saying, but yeah, she uses it. When, and in context, in like context. you're not like you stupid bitch. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Context. Like you're not calling me out my name. Like I know we could be arguing and you could be really upset with me. Oh, that's never gonna be and the you're time never, that Yeah, that but happens. that's what I'm just but saying. Cursing doesn't even come out really. But my point, like you, but you know, most like a lot of. I've come across some men <laughs> that when they get upset, they start to say all types of stuff. You know what I mean? And I, oh, like you was never that guy with me or with anybody else. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, I guess they would say I'm respectful for that, but it's just not my, I think I'm always trying to be progressive. Well, and you wouldn't think that that's, res well, you said respect I don't think, spiritual. Yeah, I don't think right. so, so because if some people, I watch people sit yeah. up there and go back and forth. And yo, bitch, with the like, and go back and forth, and it's okay. Yeah, like I'm sitting riding up an elevator sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like I understand it because that's their that's a term of endearment for them. Mm -hmm. Whether I have all kinds of political reasons why I don't do certain things, I do understand. I'm looking at the situation, relationship in front of me. I'm mm -hmm. not judging relationship based on how I would look at it. It's based on how they enact, mm -hmm. and I see like, okay, this is a term of endearment for them, so they're not really disrespecting each other. You get what I'm saying? They're showing each other affection because they're saying, me and you are cool enough for us to go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think the raw, like, when you have raw honesty and real, di you're real direct, I believe that that's affection on, on and on itself. Yeah, agreed. Because you know that you're not doing that with anybody you're not very close with. Yeah. So I don't know how people get it twisted where they now very political with all their relationships around them. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> and then when it's time to have them hard discussions, now it becomes this deep breath becomes this I go talk to another friend before I go talk to that friend you know like it becomes this whole big overly emotional thing where we should be comfortable just saying yo listen I have an issue with this and this is what it is but the reality is and like we spoke about on other podcasts is that no one really wants to take the opportunity they don't want to be responsible mm -hmm. so that's why they don't really 
they don't really have those conversations or they don't want to, you know, go there with people because they don't want to take on the responsibility because that comes with, you know, the person now, you know, responding to what they're saying. You know what I mean? And you got to deal with that. But don't you think that that's what, what, just like what we're saying? We're trying to teach what affection truly is. Yeah. And I think that that's people misinterpreting what affection is. Talk on the mic. Like, they definitely don't, they definitely don't have a great understanding of what affection truly is. Like, the closer we are, the more vulnerable we are, the more open we are, the less defensive we should be. Because who defends themselves against their allies? Yeah. That's also affection. Once I know I have a clear line of, like, I don't have to think about addressing Mm -hmm. the situation. I know that I'm at, I can be, a, like, that's affection. Mm-hmm. I, we, we could be effective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So affection will really is it, it, synonymous with effective. Yeah. You know that you can be effective with somebody. So when I wake up and I give a hug, I know that I'm not going to be rejected. It's going to be reciprocated. You see what I'm saying? When I wake up and say, you look nice, I don't need it to be reciprocated. I'm just stating something that's a fact from my eyes to, to, to their ears. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So... You have to understand, like, you always take your chances to now say something nice to a person, but I'm not saying affection is just that. That's half of affection. Mm-hmm. It's also taking the time to now make sure that the person's at their best. Mm-hmm. And that's also what affection is. Affection Absolutely. is not the enemy. No. Affection is not the enemy. So, And it doesn't always feel good, to your point. It's not something that's always going to make you feel all warm definitely. and fuzzy inside. It's something that... It's, but it is going to build closeness. It's going to build closeness, yeah. Definitely. You're going to feel it. See, the negative affection or what, quote, unquote, the check-in affection, Mm -hmm. you're going to not feel it in the moment, but you're going to feel that closeness once you realize that person's in your corner. Absolutely. And in your best interest. Mm -hmm. If you let down all the defenses, you'll feel it. You feel it a little more than the the nice, like the the sweeter affection. Of course. You get what I'm saying that time because, because there's a it sense feels of embar- warm. But there's a sense of embarrassment depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a sense that you, you, you know, the, the one thing, you know, what most people do and some, and I fell victim to this. Well, I wouldn't say fell victim because that's the wrong choice of words, but I've done it too. It was like, where well, you are searching for validation within the relationship. So that affection where they're trying to, you know, give you tips or trying to help you progress. You're looking at it like, well, I can't do anything right. And, you know, you're feeling sorry for yourself. And you know what I mean? Like if you kind of get out of that, situation in that mindset then you would know that if you took off if you put if you checked your ego Mm -hmm. and you checked your your feelings you know what i mean it really was logical about what's being said and why it's being said then you will be able to take receive the message better definitely that's i mean and that's why accountable love is so important because people do not take the time to truly say to a person that excuse me to a person that if like if you have a person that's in your corner and that's willing to say what you ha- what they have to say to you, that is the person that is is the the greatest friend for you, and the yeah, person that is always self loathing yes. and always feeling bad for themselves, and you always got to tiptoe around. They are the vain person in the relationship. Yeah, not the person that always has something to say. Mm-hmm. It's the person that's always taking things personal. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by personal, because per- we we are talking about personal relationships, so anything that's at a, it's, it's an attack mm-hmm. on your character. It is personal. Yeah. What I'm saying by personal meaning, if they're trying to correct you and you don't, you're only looking at it from your end and not really looking at it from their end and where they're coming from and their intention. Because you got to factor both people and not just you. Yes. I'm saying everybody that now factors in just them. They don't know how to give affection. They just want to drain affection. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-way street. Or they want to just get it. They want to give receive it, it. Receive it. They want to receive they it. They don't get wanna, it. Yeah. They don't have to give it because everybody's always tiptoeing around them. Yeah. 
So it drains the relationship. So what I'm saying, that's why we do talk about equal relationships and accountable love because when now we're talking about assisting somebody or we're talking about helping somebody, we, 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 we should be helping people that actually are helping themselves yeah. and actually putting themselves in the best situation to succeed and just the world, you know, the world like basically closing in on them. Well, that's what I had to learn too. Like I had to learn over time that I'm not helping somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. Like that's Definitely. a red flag for me. At the times, like I, I, I thought that, you know, I naturally am solution driven. So when I meet somebody who do, who needs the help, I'm willing to help them. Definitely. But you can't really go but so far with someone who's not willing to help themselves. Like it becomes so draining and exhausting trying to get them to do better for themselves. You can't get somebody to do better for themselves than a person that doesn't that. All right, let me get that together. You can't. Somebody's not going to work on themselves. You can't mm-hmm. work harder for somebody that's not going to work for themselves. Definitely. So it's it's something that I had to learn over time, and I had to scale back. So when I meet a person that has all the you know needs some guidance, and they're not willing to put in the work, then I don't put in the work either. Yeah, because we all need support, which is also mm-hmm. a sign of affection. Like when you have people that are willing to support you and really willing to be there in your corner, but you want people that walk up to you with a plan and you support that plan. You don't want to have to pull it out of them mm-hmm. every time. Hey, you're just such a good artist. And they're like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You're such a good artist. No, they come to you like, listen, I want to open up an art gallery. And you're like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you want people that are equal relationships, meaning they're going to support you. So whatever dream you have, and, and there's some people that's going to tell you straight up, I don't think you're as good as everybody yeah. else. You need to really work on your craft before we even invest or start working on that. And that's just the reality. It's going to sting, and it may be a reality. So you got to sometimes say the hard things, but for the most part, when you're going to support somebody, you you have to support them when they come to you with something that, you know, come with you with something that's not maybe final, but it's a dream that, and they have a plan. But also it goes the opposite way. Like a per, you find you, you meet people that want to help you with everything going on and on, in your life, but yet they're, they're falling apart. Or, oh, definitely, definitely. You know, they don't got their shit together, definitely. but they helping you get your shit together. So definitely. those people too are, are it's a two way street. Yeah. Like I, street. I don't want you to really go. To, I don't want you to abandon what you have going on just to help me. Like, I don't want you to give me your last $10. When yeah. I'm going to turn your 20 and, and you're, you're going to be, be left with nothing. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like that you know? doesn't. Yeah. So I, I want people that. Give me your 10 when you have 100. Or. You know, when you have the money to spare. Like I don't want to put you in a hole to get me out of a hole. Yeah. You know like that I mean? doesn't that's make any sense. Clear. And people think that that's affection by I'll give you my last. Like, but, but, and honestly. Like, Why is it to the place where it is you your get, last? Exactly. Like, you know, I, I'm not talking about like trauma or tragedy. Houses burning yeah, down. No, things no, of no. that nature. I'm talking about. Things that are over time, your man is telling you now he's six months behind in rent. Not when yeah. he's a month, a month behind, behind in rent. rent. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just not having a discussion. Like, we are affectionate people. So, therefore, when there's a problem to be solved, we're going to help. We're going to work together to solve the problem. But, again, the key word is we're working together. Yeah. I'm not working for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to work with you to make sure that the problem is solved. And that's affection. Yes. So, it's not the enemy to feel to feel good about having support and feel good about being in the presence of a friend or being in the presence of somebody you have a romantic relationship with, you should be as vulnerable as you can be. Mm-hmm. You should be as affectionate as you could be because like what they say, and I, I mean, I, I stay away from, so you shouldn't live because you're going to die. Yeah. But at the same time, you do have to have an understanding that life is not always promised. You no, do have to have that understanding. So that's a reality. So, You've always put your best foot forward. And we're getting up in age now, so things happen. You know, like, 
I don't feel as good as I did 10 years ago. Well, maybe I do, but the, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a separate situation. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago, you wasn't living, but it, living yeah, your yeah, best Yeah, you're life. right. So, okay. So <laughs> as they the say, average person, yeah, the, the most people, you know, as we age, you don't feel better. Well, me. Yeah, I mean, well, me. yeah, the athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, I mean, I the, could... The fallen soldier over I here. could run, yeah, I could he, run yeah, for so, days. I can run yeah, so 30 now fulls. He can, now yeah, now yeah. Things, things have changed for him. Definitely. So, you know, it's, instead of... So things, because of that, you have to embrace when you are feeling, you know, your best so that when you begin to... As we get older, our stamina is not the same and we're not we're not our, our healthiest. We can reflect back and say, you know what, I had a good life, you know? Like it was one of those things where you 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 take advantage of what's happening and you make sure that you're living your best life so that you won't have any regrets as things progress. Because yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I I'll look at it, take it as take it as such. Like you look at it, affection is inspiration. It is yeah. Think about that. When you're at your best, you want to give your best. Mm-hmm. And you want to challenge people to be where you're at. Yeah. You never bring yourself down. You always bring them up. So affection is a sign of, of inspiration. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready to, willing to give inspiration to somebody, whether it's a kiss on the cheek, whether it's a hug, whether oh, it's a cupcake or support, whether it's bringing them lunch, bringing or, them lunch you mm-hmm. know, things of that nature. And, and it could get into a romantic place. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. But you want to you wanna always inspire people to feel good. Yeah. And not just feel good for the sake of feeling good. No, feel good for the sake of their character, mm-hmm. for the sake of their, you know. Things are going to last long, like not just momentary glimpses of being happy. Like Definitely. it's a happiness is mentality. Definitely. So it's a lifestyle. So just to make sure that they are in the best place to achieve everything that they need to achieve and be actually happy doing it. Definitely. I mean, you you do want everything to be a long term understanding. So you want everything to be a mentality. Yeah. Don't like you that's run the where marathon, the you don't want to run the race. Like, yeah. Ha- go into a relationship understanding that this means that you have to adapt a certain mentality to join into togetherness. Mm-hmm. When you say I love you, you have to adapt a certain mentality. You can't be single anymore. Yeah. You can't be always worrying about yourself anymore. You have to trust that you can give your all, and somebody else is giving their all to you. Mm-hmm. So you just looking for their looking out for their back their best interest in having their back and what they're doing is having your back so you never have you never have to worry about it because everything's full circle yes you get what i'm saying so that's the greatest affection you can give somebody your dedication your devotion your Your honesty honesty. and your trust Mm -hmm. you know what i mean which equals love you can give nothing stronger than love and Mm -hmm. you give somebody that affection for a lifetime I guarantee you and their life will be the greatest Mm -hmm. if they're given in return because love is a boomerang Mm -hmm. Like you don't love is not one sided. So if you say I love this person, that's why I'm helping them. You care about them. You care about their well being. So you're helping them but because it does something for you. Yeah. Like it, it enhances something in your heart. But at the same time, when it's love, it's a promise to be affectionate. It's a promise to be trustworthy. It's a promise to commit. It's a promise to be dedicated. It's a mm-hmm. promise to be devoted. When you look at it, that's all the affection you truly need in a relationship. Minus, you know, now we deal with sex and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But, like, even when we talk about sex, like we mentioned a little earlier in the podcast, sex without the attachment is not affection. It's just sex. You get what I'm saying? Like, true affection has a, has a, well, a long-term what you say standing. Be like more, more, it is affection. It's just there's a healthy way of getting it and there's an unhealthy way of, of achieving but it's, it. But it's, it's the feeling. Like... Because uh, uh, um, I would say sex, whether it, it's it's of 
it's I mean, affection. 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 Affection is the, the, it's not just the sensation or a good feeling. It's a mentality. It's the mm-hmm. consciousness of it. So when you're giving somebody affection, it's for long-term standing. It's, it's like investing. It's like when you're building a house brick by brick. I guess trying to wrap my head around, like when you think of sex, whether you guys are. I'm even saying if you you have sex, let's say you sex with benefits. Let's say me friends with benefits, sex with benefits. Sex with (laughs) friends with benefits. Let's say that friends with benefits. The friend portion is still love. Yes. So even if you have the benefits behind it, the sex is not. The sex is because maybe whatever agreement y'all have, Mm -hmm. that's why you're having sex. But at the end of the day, you have a loving relationship. Yeah. Attached. But now I meet somebody in the club. Take them home. We have no attachment at all. How are we calling that affection? I'm kissing them, walking down the street, but it's not for long standing. They're gonna, you know, like they're not gonna be around long term. Mm -mm. And and they may. Who knows? I mean, but at that moment, you don't. But you're not thinking that you're not giving you're not giving them that affection with the understanding that they're gonna be around long term. So Mm -hmm. there's a difference with it. I'm not saying every time you have sex, if you have sex with somebody that you truly care about and you truly love. I think that's a sign no, of affection. I know, I know, I know the, what I'm regardless just of the commitment, regardless of the long-term commitment, in that regard, like a romantic sense, I think if it's somebody that you really, truly care about, because, you know, you see people do it all the time where they, you know, have, they have, yeah, no, they having like oh. a good discussion and they realize they physically attract each other and they have one night, but they have an understanding that. It's just the one night. They're not, yeah, they're not yeah. compatible in that way. They're just friends. Yeah. So then they come to understanding. I think, they 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 wanted to show each other affection because they did care about one another. Well, but the affection went a little just, further. They were just horny. <laughs> I mean, the affection went a little further. But I think it's still affection because there's there's there, there's um a love between them. Yeah. There's a love between them. So when I look at affection, I think love should be attached. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you like a person, I mean, I guess like could be attached. Mm-hmm. But it has to be you know working towards something long term. Mm-hmm. I would I would say not just like with the intent. To like, yo, I'ma strip shorty down and what up? I'ma have, I'm I'm have dude open, what up? Can't just be that whole, you know, understanding. So, you know, I mean, how do you see it? Because you you seem a little, uh, like, how do well, you see I, it? When, so I was one of those people that didn't believe that when it came to affection that it had anything to do with, um, that it was all physical and not, any, not like anything outside of a physical situation. Mm-hmm. So because I'm not physical... I mean, because I'm not physically affectionate with most people, um, I used to tell people that I'm not affectionate. Definitely. But I do kind, like, but I do kind gestures all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I help out. I do all those things. But yet, when it came to like, and you're on it too. You make sure that you support people in their relationships. Yeah, they like, need somebody to talk to. Absolutely. Things so, of that nature. So you show affection different. Yeah. I, so I, but I always thought that if I didn't want to hold, well, you hands, could be more physically affectionate. What? You could be. What do you mean? You could be more physically affectionate. There's just a, a block. There is a block. So I'll be mean, like, we talk about it all the time. I mean, it does probably make not me on feel... camera on a podcast, but yeah, we talk about it, does it all the make time. Me feel so uncomfortable. It's it's, a, it's 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 something that you deal with. You know, like you you're just letting people know or listeners know, like you deal with it as well. Yeah. So it's not something that's just oh we're now teaching. Okay, let's teach the world this. No, we have to deal with it at the same time because our relationship could be more physically affectionate. But we still holding on to what happened, maybe like the the divide in the physical affection back in the days mm-hmm. to now. 
know what I'm saying? So we got used to a certain relationship, so we're just in that relationship mode. And it just seems really, yeah, yeah. So before, like, I was trying to protect everyone that I was dating because it's like, we're just friends. We don't hug. We don't do this. We don't do that, you know, to make everyone feel comfortable. Now we're really at a point where we can't, like, I'm at a point where I should be able to hug you. I mean, we could have sex yesterday. It shouldn't matter. We're both single. You know what I mean? So people should respect that I'm not a cheater. So all those things, you know what I mean? So all those things should come into play. But... I think that, you know, when it comes to you and I, like, I don't think of changing it because I don't think it's necessarily broken. And because we've been so far removed, hugging you, like, we do hug on occasion, Definitely. but, like, hugging you serious. And it's mostly playing, like, I'm like, oh, you know, like, acting silly, but it's one no, of those. you really want to hug me. At the, <laughs> no. time, at the time, you really want to no, hug it's, me. We, it's me. But you do it in no. a playful way. But you know, I might have did something. I'm, I'm like, I might jump off some... right now. Like, what no, are you I'm saying about? I might have did something nice. That made you feel a little warm and fuzzy, and you're like, oh, and then you'll give me a hug, but you try to do it in a playful way, because there's obviously a divide in certain instances. Like, we're all working through shit. Like, that's just what it is. So, our thing is not, I mean, it doesn't destroy us, but at the same time, we still have levels to go to. Well, yeah, I don't When it comes to the friendship. When I think Because that's why we we do argue and go back and forth. Because we don't hug. No, we argue and go back and forth because we have levels to still achieve. No, agreed. The you know thing is, I, mean? like, I don't look at when I, it just seems kind of weird to, and it shouldn't feel weird. But right? if I was your brother, you I could hug, hug my your, brother. That's either. what I'm saying. So you come from a family that's not as affectionate. Yeah, we're not physically affectionate. So I come from a family that is a little more affectionate. Like I hug and kiss my mother when I left, and I never walked out the house really unless I'm upset. Yeah, without no, hugging we, and kissing my mother. So. I think we come from a different background and I kind of, you know, you kind of always submit to the person who doesn't want to be touched or yeah. doesn't want to be hugged. So you kind of got used to that whole understanding because I got tired of hugging you and like you giving me these weird hugs. I'm like, you know what? It's done. I'm not hugging Yeah, no. I'm like a self, I'm selfish with affection. It's like one of those, like you could play with my hair all night, but <laughs> I'm not yeah, giving you a hug. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. But yeah, it's something like at home, like we were never affectionate at home. So it was always weird. Like he made the point of me hugging my brother. Like I don't hug my brother. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't really hug my parents. Like it's, there's something that we just never did. So the physical affection I learned outside of my house through definitely. other people being with other families and seeing that they were affectionate and I just kind of like jump right in, but that was never something that I But you always would... loved the affection. I did. So where that, that divide, like, yeah, there, there was still some things you worked through in the general sense, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I agree. And I that, that I don't think, like I like I said, you still have, that's a deficiency on your end, but you it still is. got levels to go. So that's why we work through it. But it's not like it's something we don't talk about on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. We talk about it because like we always say, you should always talk about your faith for an hour a day. Mm-hmm. You should always talk about your friendship for an hour. Like, you should always touch base about where you at with your friendship and where you at with your life and where you at. You know, y'all should always touch base, and we do a lot of touching base. And that's mm-hmm. some of the, that's one of the things that come up at least once a week. Yeah. So we do still talk about it, and we still always talk about, oh, you always say I'm going to be more affectionate, but it's just not where you at right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I kind of give you the allowance on it, but the time is ticking. Nah. <laughs> I but, don't want to try help. No. <laughs> <laughs> but on the serious side, like, yeah, you you do, you know, you still got to work through that. But at the end of the day, I but just I want know, you to be I, affectionate. Because we know. did we get, get to this place where we're comfortable in that, in that yeah, space. Did, but yeah. I don't want that to affect your relationships going forward. You know what I mean? Because I do believe that if you're intimate with somebody or you meet other friends, you should be physically affectionate with them as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because we have mastered that place of really not being as affectionate, but really being affectionate in other ways where we don't really crave that other, mm-hmm. other part of it. I think 
other people still, you know, that's still going to be a different relationship with other people. Well, on occasion, I mean, and I think that's the typical relationship, the physical, the spiritual, yeah. the emotional affection you should give a person and you give the emotional and the spiritual, but you really, you know, not the physical, not the much. physical. As well, much. It, it depends. Like sometimes I'll meet certain people and there's like a fit that we, we have, um, like, and I want to hug them and I want, you know, like it's a different type of, it's a, so are you saying you don't want to hug me? No, what, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> like I've met, like, I, I, I don't want to say names, but like I've met, you know, people at work, mm -hmm. you know, that I that have a hugging relationship. Yeah. That with. we have, a, you know, we have, we have that type of, we have that relationship. And you know it's I mean? not really, and I think it stems from the fact that y'all not really that close. Yeah, probably. So yeah. it feels easier for you to give Do, somebody yeah. a hug and keep it moving versus yeah. somebody you really feel close with because it feels, it feels weird. Yeah. Makes you feel like, and I guess there's a level of control. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when oh, you look at just it, just became an intervention. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we got to be real to who we are. You know what I mean? We we have these discussions off camera. Sometimes no, they don't trickle on camera, but at the end of the day, that's what you got to look at. Like it is a control thing, and you have to work through that control. But like I said, we. But like I said, I don't know. I, I know. I know that affection is not the enemy. I just we when we we created this dance, mm -hmm. right? That. And not to because say that you'll it's hug Jasmine. Yeah, of course. So not to say that it's it's not to say that it's um the best. Like we didn't we didn't we got comfortable in the space, like you said. Definitely. So it just became the thing. But I do know that that's something that we should probably revisit because I do you know You should revisit and I would I would follow suit. I know that <laughs> I know that affection is not the enemy. And I know, like you said, emotionally and spiritually and all that stuff, like I'm there. It's just that one thing that would take our relationship to the level that it really needs to be, I guess. Definitely. So, you know, we can, so we can. Uh, See, making, okay. making progress. She initiates it. But, <laughs> you know, we can end the podcast. We just want y'all to really understand, like, it's, we're not exempt. No. And we go through this as well. So we just want to share that affection is not the enemy. I mean, we don't have a problem giving affection, but, not you know. Different. No, but giving, well, giving physical, physical affection. You yeah. don't have a problem giving no, affection. No, give affection in general, no. So. We don't have a problem giving affection, we understand, but just because we have a clear understanding of what it takes to make a relationship work doesn't mean that we're not working at it as well. Absolutely. So we just want you to know affection is not the enemy. And tune in. This is Accountable Love Podcast, Home of the Love Snobs. My name's Aziz. I'm Jerry. Hey. <laughs>